Barry, I take it away. In three. Baby, it's cold outside. Hey! <laughs> oh, stole that from you. It was beautiful. Oh, you did. Baby, it is cold outside and especially cold because it is election day. We have got presidential, local, state elections. And you know what I've noticed? We don't have the songs like we used to. I mean, sure, people are playing songs by your favorite uh, artists from the 70s, 80s, and today. But, you know, the... Not the 90s, though. Fuck the, the 90s. 90s. Or the early out. 2000s. Remember Fuck when them. we ran out of problems, communist was, communism was defeated, we almost balanced the budget, and all, and all we had to argue about was our salt rifles? Well... Fuck that. The world is on fire. The, literally, you know, our cities are burning down, but we can't get any good music to play at our elections. I mean, come on. Everybody knows Tippecanoe and Tyler, too. No one knows what the fuck it's about. By the way, it's about the uh, presidential election uh, be of uh, William Henry Harrison and John Tyler, Willie, William Henry Harrison, who won the Battle of Tippecanoe. Was that a major battle? Nah, no one really knows, but it's a great song title. And if you listen to the They Might Be Giants cover of it, I got to say it's pretty zippy. And what's interesting is, even though you don't zippy. know anything it's about that election, you can hear the echoes of the bullshit in that song that go on today in the current presidential elections. And let me tell you, it is all bullshit. But these songs were written, now let me say, not the songs, the lyrics were written because there's a great little... Uh, so just to thing. clarify, the songs weren't written, but the lyrics were. Okay, the got lyrics it. Were we're written. good, keep going. Right. Um, yep. There's a guy, there's a Canadian named Oscar Brand who's got an album out of all these election songs from way back in, like, I think it's like uh, 1790 uh, through today. Well, 1999 anyway. And I'm sorry, are they Canadian? No, they're U.S. Pre presidential election songs. But he's Canadian. But he's Canadian. Okay. And I listen to them all, and they're pretty much all just rip-offs of popular songs from the day that you still know the tune to because these are the same things we talked about that are covered in, you know, you know, if you watch anything on Disney, they just take the old tune to something written in the 1800s and throw their new lyrics on, and it's a song. And these people did this with limited success, I'd say. I mean, whether they won or not, I'd say the songs are all limited success because there's not a real, you know, songwriting there. It's just lyrics set to a song that all people already know. Which, you know, has its place, considering at the time there was no radio, there was no records. These were played by traveling minstrels, played at political rallies, played at the local, uh, you know, uh, uh, park. Weird Al concert? Yeah, well, he's Weird Al's not quite that old. But all these songs, you can hear the same bullshit that we hear today in our uh, campaign ads, which brings me to the idea that everybody I've been talking to either want, has rage music they're going to play when they vote or music that calms them when they vote. And let me tell you, brother, I've got both. And sorry, sister. Real quick, but before you go there, uh, challenge for any listeners, I would love to hear like a, a modern-day political song that's just comprised of 
compilation of tweets or quotes from speeches put to a well-known song like Disney, like say it's a small world. I would love to hear some, some people just, you know, make a nice song out of that. Uh, Maybe something by NSYNC. You can throw some of the, 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 the tweet content over the top of that. And if you do, please send them our way. And also, I would be happy to put those on. And if you can find a way in, to rhyme the time. word kafafi with anything, that would be amazing. Look, bonus oh, points yeah, Bonus ten. points if you're talking about non-presidential elections. Because, come on, that's easy. That's kid stuff. I want to hear about, you know, the state senator from Nebraska. Yeah. I, send it our way. As long as it's not Disney, I may play it on the episode because I am not quite ready to take on the mouse. But just about anybody else, we'll try it. We're looking for some season assists. It'll be fun. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it's free publicity. But in the meantime, I'm Karsten. I'm Barry. I'm Joshua. And I'm Carrie. We got it. So what you're looking for is your happy music, your sad music. Is that correct? Or anything like political that you think is a real, like like a like a song that has got a message aimed at an election. But I'll start out with... The Math of War by, I think it's pronounced Gideon. It's G-W-Y-D-I-O-N. I'm not a real, like, metal guy, but I I love this track. It's, it's, the all the language is about, um, you know, like medieval armies getting ready for war and getting positioned for war and doing battle and the, and the tactics of the battle. And I love that it's called The Math of War because, um, you know, th- there is a math to war, and and it's funny when you when you Google it, you get this dipshit uh, who's talking about uh, some sort of things about insurgencies and and how America's doing on on current wars, and it's like, yeah, that's that's not really war. That's that's more you know insurgencies. I don't know if that's what you want to talk about is war. But when you talk about the math of war, the actual number of support personnel you need to have your fighters, the amount of food, the amount of water, the amount of horses, trucks, whatever you have to go into war, it's a huge thought process. And the same thing happens for elections. You don't, you don't, people just don't go, Hey, I'm going to enter this uh, race for state Senator and boom, they're state Senator. Uh, There is a ton of planning and, you know, you can see, uh, both of our major private uh, organizations, people like to call political parties, uh, Democrats and Republicans, uh, these private organizations that no one is really members of, that, but everybody is like, oh, yeah, I'm one of these. I'm one of that. No, you're not. You're not one of those guys. These guys are private clubs that you will never be members of. And they convince you to give them money for their war chest. And it is war. And you see them spend money in this area, but not that area because they don't want to waste it. And and it is a real strategy. And, you know, they're, what they should be doing, what they should be doing is talking with the people, coming up with good, uh, uh, good ideas, and then implementing them. And what they do do is try to turn you against the other person. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, doo-doo. I'm five. You just said do-do. I said doo-doo. What they do is spend billions of dollars that you give them on shitty TV commercials. And then when they win, uh, they just go sit in uh, awesome offices and fly around in airplanes spending way more on harmful uh, uh, space fuel that I'll never use uh, 
trying to tell me how they're going to save the environment. Yeah, why don't you just stay at home, Bernie Sanders? You're not going to save the environment by flying around the earth. Anyway, that's why I yeah, love this. Only Superman can do that. Like that's not that's not question. Yeah, that's right. You fly around the earth backwards, and you turn back time and save Lois Lane, who fell down the crack. Uh, but Math of War, it's a great song. It is it's a song that really uh, really extenuates how things are are working. And honestly, I think it's a perfect song to to listen to when you vote. No matter who you're voting for, no matter which of these private organizations you will never belong to. Josh, you got any uh, feel good songs? Uh, well, I mean, if, you know, if a balls to the wall is thrown in the air, politically motivated song is, you know, feel good, then yeah, we're going to go rise above, uh, <laughs> by black flag, uh, because I, I think this is a song that like, if, okay, if you turn 13, like this is a song that you have to hear on your 13th birthday. Like it's, <laughs> it's just like the epitome of middle school. If you did not listen to this song in middle school, do yourself a favor. If you're in your thirties now. Listen to this and kick up a riot at age thirty. All right. So, I mean, the uh, the chorus is uh, like the the chorus anthem. You know, we we are tired of your abuse. Uh, try to stop us. It's no use. It's got a heavy rhythm, and it's kind of immaturely focused. It's it's awesome. I I don't know. I I kind of like that one. That's like kind of the the start, the ramp up. But then it kind of goes into you know like. A Rolling Stones vibe. I can't get no satisfaction. Um, nice. So, it, you know, it really it it really depends on on the year. But this um, this song actually finds its way into my playlist for elections every every election cycle um, that I've been allowed to vote in. I don't know why. You know, you know, I've got a uh, a Rolling Stones song that I that I like to play when I'm I'm thinking about voting too. It's called "Sympathy for the Devil." I think uh, you know because uh, you're either you're either voting for a bowl of vomit or a turd sandwich, and uh, you got to go vote for one of those bastards. Quick side game: which is it? Turd sandwich. Everybody. Oh. Turd sandwich. What you got? Bowl of vomit. Yeah. Carrie's Carrie's really weighing these options here. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm going turd sandwich. Yeah. I'd probably go turd sandwich unless it was sweet and sour um, chicken bowl of vomit because then it would probably oh. taste about the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, with, with a bowl of uh, vomit, you could always add extra spices to it. So, Yeah, but with a turd sandwich, it didn't say the quantity of turd versus bread, right. which could actually <laughs> <Right>. be. <laughs> but bowl of vomit is pretty well clear it's a bowl of vomit. Like, I'm going yeah. semantics here, but. It's kind of like that Joe Rogan bit. Like, if I tell you this is a 10% turd, 90% ham sandwich, are you eating it and comfortably killing yourself it's a ham sandwich? Like, no, probably not. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I know who I'm voting for, and I got really good really good reasons for it, but I don't think a lot of these races you can look at, 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 the, at the, you know, people running and say yeah this guy's all good or this guy's all good it is a it is a mixed bag. or this lady's all good or this lady's or woman is just great right. i mean i guess He's i buried. i look across that spectrum i don't just go where's the man that one i mean but i guess i mean that's that's your prerogative right barry no i call i call women guys too so <laughs> <laughs> He's 
yeah. with his language. Yeah. I mean, I will say when I said that, the look on his face was like, ah, oh, damn it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. because you Karst- need a little more black eyed peas in, in your life, Barry. I'm like, sorry. Uh, Come on. I'm sorry. Karsten's the guy with the bow tie watching the, the movie going, uh, that gun has more bullets than that. He went to been out at that point. And that guy's, uh, no, that guy was like, that's why Carson had glasses up yeah. and nerd flex. That's right. <laughs> nerd flex. But uh, yeah. So sympathy for the devil. That's a good one to listen to while you're sitting in your car on election day. Although that's what I'm doing. How are you guys voting? Are you, are you have you already voted mail in uh, early? I have already voted. I have also already mail. voted by mail. I voted early in person. Ah, and I am voting on time in person. I, uh, show up uh, about a half hour before the polls open and uh, get in line. And I will say generally I do. Um, I, I actually genuinely like doing the, the stop by and the doing the in-person thing. And, you know, I, I just kind of mm-hmm. like the atmosphere of it this year, just because of some of the other things going on. I did absentee vote or not absentee, but do the mail and vote. And I completely yeah. understand Carson. But um, the other thing is I'm really interested to see the environment. Especially exactly, especially where I live and considering I don't have a super huge health risk. I plan on wearing a mask. I plan on, you know, uh, keeping my distance. But um, I, I actually might wear my uh, my guy Fox um, oh, uh, mask over my shirt? over my other mask. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I have a I have one of those half face masks. <laughs> yeah. Guy Fox mask and uh, and a black felt hat. W- and uh, peacoat. Will you actually wear your Jeff Goldblum shirt as well? I will, but I don't think anybody will see it because it's going to be fucking cold, man. It's going to be, I mean, this is going to be 630 in the morning. Polls open at 7. Yeah. And I'll be. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were Minnesotan. My bad. Because baby. Oh, cold baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay. So I would like to go into my happy song. Yeah. When uh, preparing to vote is War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Nice one. Because I feel like I, I feel like that one could go either way, but that song makes me happy. <laughs> it doesn't make me angry. I remember there was a time when I was young and I was listening to it and just kind of really like <clears throat> the rhythm of it, the beat, the cadence, all so good. Mm-hmm. And like when I was young, you didn't really listen to lyrics. And as I started getting older and really started listening and like it's it's surface level information but your understanding changes. Right. And I think that's what difference. Like when I was in seventh grade and my buddy's like, dude, my dad's been really into black Sabbath. You should listen to this. And I listened to it. I'm like, I love this. I love everything about it. Yeah. But my perception has changed over time. And I think that that is one that it makes me happy. And I feel like regardless of political parties, I feel like that's a good, like, get pumped to think about what you're doing. Think about your civic duty and why are you doing it. Right. And, and that's my, man, that's a good get happy, get pumped song. Love it. And if you're not familiar with it, listen to it. It's great. And read the lyrics. I, I will say the, la- the, the whole thing, the last verse is just perfection as a buildup from the rest of the song. Just great. Um, Right now, another one that is kind of like my angry and exhausted is what I would actually put it as like a rage. Um, 
Aesop Rock has a new album coming out November 14th that I would love to do a listen with someone else and kind of do a recap. We'll do an episode of that one. Um, and it is called, give me one second, I apologize, uh, Spirit World Field Guide. Um, but he has the uh, song out, The Gates, which if you're not familiar with Aesop Rock, he has like some of the largest vocabulary out, out of any hip hop artist. <laughs> and it's just crazy. And the thing about it is like you listen to it and you get taken to this like comfortable numb by listening because it is such heavy rhythm and heavy folk. Everything about it is just there's so much going on. And I appreciate that comfortable numb. And then it's a matter of it teeter totters you between like depending on the song, comfort, anger, happiness, etc. But you always kind of start at that numb spot. And I've been really appreciating some Aesop rock lately because I feel like that's kind of where I've been for a few months right now is just naturally you're at this numb spot that teeter totters in different directions. And there's something about the gates that just makes you want to do something. And for me right now, um, I'm just really being taken in a direction. Like it just helps to kind of put some emotions, like give some feeling to those kind of soundtrack your life there. So, um, definitely would suggest people checking it out again new song album is dropping here in a couple weeks i think we should definitely do a review of that one um but yeah we'll check it out carrie what do you got well speaking of new songs um i was originally thinking of america by the descendants Mm -hmm. um and then uh minnesota rapper dessa dropped the song tyranny today um the main hook is just her saying tyranny 16 times and the rest of it is um it gets me pretty pumped to vote i'm not gonna lie uh she's she's pretty clear on her political leanings um and uh with some pretty clever lyrics i i think and i think it it seems to be just her working out the shit that's been going on in her um in her mind uh the lyric, you're short on mirrors, long on smoke, all that hydroxychloroquine cut with Diet Coke makes me kind of happy. Um, so, yeah, uh, but I was, she just dropped it this morning, um, but I, I've been enjoying that, like, it's been kind of, I don't know, I'm all for, like, being nonpartisan and finding common ground between two sides, but it was kind of nice to just hear an artist be like, here's what I think, and here's the shit going down. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed that. And then my other one, which is, like, less ragey and more just, I don't know, less ragey but more inspiring, is the goddamn West Wing theme song, because that thing slaps. Was that like the explicit version? (laughs) it's wonderful the strings cut in and you're like yes i will perform my civic duty and vote today (laughs) you know what song is just really good to just wake up to on election day is born in the usa by bruce springsteen um just just because like you know that chorus is the only part that anybody ever knows of the song right Born in the USA. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I'm going to do the Barry thing and talk about a music video real quick that actually I think everyone should watch around election time because regardless of what it's about, it just paints a beautiful picture. It's Run the Jewels, Nobody Speak. 
Quick correction, Karsten was wrong. It's DJ Shadow. Nobody speak featuring Run the Jewels. It is not by Run the Jewels. Karsten, get your shit together. If you are not familiar with it, please go watch it. It is wonderful. It's kind of a setup of, in my imagination at least, two opposing political forces or business forces or lawyers on opposite sides of the table alternating between rap lines that ends in a brawl where like the final shot is someone holding up a flag to stab it through someone's heart. Like it is gorgeous. So definitely go watch it. (laughs) It'll really, again, make you just feel like you're doing your civic duty one way or another. That's why they put the pointy ends on those flagpoles. (laughs) All right. Does anybody have any other closing remarks? You know, I'm pretty cynical about a lot of things, but as uh, this is our only opportunity as normal citizens to put an impact on this government that has a huge amount of power, both financially and, uh, you know, physically, you need to get out and vote. You need to educate yourself on what you're voting for. On On the local and state elections, there are many many things beside who's getting elected that are going to be very important for how you live your life and how other people in your community live your life. You need to read about what is going to be on the ballot. You need to look at a, at a, at a, at a sample ballot for your area with all the things you're going to be voting for and know what you're voting for. I am a, I'm a firm believer of an educated populace and Going to vote without doing the proper reading, in my mind, is is waving a loaded gun around in a public space. You need to find out what you're voting for and go to your polls and vote in an educated way. I don't care what you think, but you need to read up and believe in what you're voting for because voting for something you don't believe in means that those assholes who spent billions of dollars on TV ads just sucker punched you. And I don't like that. So get out and fucking vote after you do your research. This would be the time that the congregation would go, hallelujah, preacher. (laughs) And realizing this is also dropping on election day, this dropped at six. Get your shit together and get out and vote. There's still time. Seriously, get There's out and vote. There's still plenty There's of time. fucking time. Vote. And because you got that little fucking device in your your pocket, you can do your research as you're sitting in your car before you get in line or in line or or sitting on the toilet. You've got yeah. time. You've got opportunity. Don't. If you have time to listen to this podcast, you have time to go vote. <laughs> yes, mom, go vote. Oh, that's right. It's Josh's mom this week this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So now that we've all, I know that the rest, all of you listeners, you've already voted. Good job. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate that. I don't care who you voted for. As long as you voted and you did your research, good job. Kudos. Everyone high fives all around. Woo. So until next week, I've been Karsten. I've been Barry. I've been Joshua. And I've been Carrie. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends. 
and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby, it's it's cold cold outside. outside.